Bandwidth for Erotic Awakening is provided by no one, but it could be you. Want to have your product, event, charity, or service as the first thing listeners hear about on our podcast? Make a donation to the podcast for a 10-second frump up on our show that reaches listeners from around the world. Contact us at Dan and Don at eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. Every Thursday, your hosts, Dan and Dawn, share with you their experience and insights on kink, power exchange, and erotic life, as well as bring you interviews with exciting people from various lifestyles. Then every Monday, you'll hear from our various guest hosts. These nationally known educators bring a variety of experience to the mics and share with you an ever-increasing diverse world of alternative life. Erotic Awakening is intended for mature audiences. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. So away we go with another episode of Erotic Awakening. This is Erotic Awakening episode number 181. Yes. As uh, I would know now that we've, this is actually 181 part two. As the first 10 seconds will never be aired before man or mouse. So, yes, we jumped in a little too fast before being ready. Yes. But now all the belching and farting is out of the way. And now we have a nice quality podcast. No eating Cheerios while we podcast here. No, no. So, uh, in just a short bit, we are going to be talking to and presenting for our listening audience, the Rob Alex. And he is the author of Sexy Challenges, Mm -hmm. Sacred and Sensual Experience for Lovers, where he presents 50 different sexy challenges inside. Yes, and we've had a chance to to look at a little preview, and I can't wait to get the interview started in just a little while. And neither can I, but that does lead to uh, our topic of the day for you and I. <gasps> yes. Tips for lovers. Ooh. A lot of times we talk about the interesting, kinky, tie them up, hang them upside down, flogging, <laughs> whipping, piercing <laughs> sort tentacle of... sex. Tentacle sex. <laughs> Side note, thank you for Lewis for sending us a tentacle arm for Dawn. If only Yay. I had eight of those and four friends. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That kind of leads to what would I be doing? Wait a minute. <laughs> um, but tonight we're going to talk very simple tips for lovers. Mm-hmm. You and I happen to be in a um, male-bodied, female-bodied, pretty normal-looking-from-the-outside mm-hmm. configuration. Pretty much from the outside. Yes, from the outside. <laughs> we could pass for soccer mom and soccer dad or vanilla grandparents. Or... I, uh, <laughs> prior to me getting the haircut, perhaps not. But now that I've gotten the new haircut. Oh, I just want to rub your head. Yes. It's uh, so soft. Uh, apparently, <laughs> when you go into the barber with very long hair mm-hmm. and a not clear idea of what you are going to get, you get... A buzz number one. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Bernie Boot Camp, they call this. Yes. But uh, so we're going to talk today about some very simple tips for lovers. You know, not the bizarre travel to Mongolia mm-hmm. and smoke opium and then flog each other sort yeah, of thing, but not, very simple. Yeah. What well, can you, simple tips for lovers. So we'll get there in a moment. That's the topic of the day. I'm looking you, forward to it. That's good. a surprise for yes. me. So, hmm. That's why I didn't tell you the but topic before. Yeah. See, now you get I'm to think thinking about it. things, yeah. Uh, but before we get there, we do want to mention uh, that one of the things a tip for lovers will not include is the horse cock. 
No, not so much. Not right off the bat. <laughs> really interesting. You and I yesterday, and this is uh, actually we haven't had an opportunity to talk about this. You and mm-hmm. I yesterday, along with Karen, went to the Poly Columbus meeting. Where we, it's a polyamory support group here in Columbus. Right. Hence the name Poly Columbus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the people we're talking about, you know, I'm trying to find a new partner in polyamory. Right. But most of the people I meet are kinky and they're into, and this is, is a quote, they said, you know, children, animals, and tying people up. Yeah. And, and it's unfortunate that their um, perception of kink is the first two things. The illegal which really, stuff. And <laughs> yeah, not only illegal, but the most common things for people to put on their do not do list. Exactly. Right? So um, it's a shame. And, and the response, I, though, kudos to everybody at the meeting. Because at least half of us there are in the kink community as well. We mm-hmm. just don't bring it up at the meeting because mm-hmm. it's a poly meeting. So many of us don't bring it up at, at the meeting. So kudos to everybody for not sucking in their breath and <laughs> trying to correct the person on the spot. So though I'm sure somebody pulled her aside later and quietly said, you know, <laughs> that's not what we're about. Unless she was listening to the first 30 seconds of this podcast where I said we're going to talk about horse cock. <laughs> Coming around Coming to around there. full circle. In this uh, case, though, a horse cock is not a cock of, of a, a animal, nor is a horse, of course, of course. It is actually this weird, big, thuddy... Yeah, thuddy, leather-wrapped... Leather it is much uh, like, in my viewpoint, it is much like shaped or used like a baton, a, a yeah, policeman's club baton, right? right? right. Only this, is, instead of having a handle, ours doesn't have a handle, it has two knobs on the end. Mm-hmm. It's leather, it's heavy, and you say it kicks quite the pack. It kicks does. Kicks quite the pack. Quite the punch, maybe? Packs quite the Packs kick. Packs the punch, packs the kick. That's I why think we're horse cock will our... never be advertising in our front bump. But regardless, go ahead. So it does. It, it, it packs quite a wallop, though we do need to give it a better test. So Because I just got out of surgery, so we can't give it the test that it needs. <laughs> but the, the little bit that we've done, yeah, packs quite a wallop. Definitely a thuddy thuddy toy so and we only got the medium-sized one Mm -hmm. the the smaller one was a little whippier but i kind of like thuddy right now at this point in my life but the big one oh my god i had to hand it to you with both hands it was so (laughs) heavy that i mm, mm. (laughs) that's all i got to say Mm, i don't know (laughs) it is quite the monster and um, now that you and i have done our little review on it we'll play with it a little more and then Per the instructions of the manufacturer, and we'll put a link and pictures up on the mm-hmm. website for those interested, the horse cock is now being passed along to Adventures in Sexuality. Yes. Did you know Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by Adventures in Sexuality, Central Ohio's kinky fun group? On April 13th, I hear tell, they will be having a meet and greet. They will, and I, I love these. I'm going. Um, I, they have it at a, um, it's a pool hall. Actually, and we reserve, um, God, I don't know, they reserve like about four tables, but there's usually between 40 and 70 people that show up at these meet and greets. And I know a lot of people will do like munches where we sit and eat and things like that, but one of the goals of AIS is for people to mingle. Mm-hmm. So by having it at like a pool hall where there's really not a lot of places to sit, yeah, I mean, there's a few places, but you have to mingle with everybody mm-hmm. and it, and it's really a unique um 
trick, I guess, you know, for everybody to get to, to know everybody else. And I enjoy it. I really it is enjoy nice, the floating and mingling. It is a nice opportunity to do social interactions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if the people um, are in our national and our international audience, obviously, they're all not going to come to Columbus, Ohio for the AIS Munch or some of the other stuff that we talk about. Mm-hmm. But I'd be curious about in other parts of the nation are the, and internationally, what kind of munches do you go to? That would be really interesting because I know, like I said, we know a lot of people do the sit-down restaurant thing. Mm-hmm. Some people do the bar thing. Um, Louisville, the last I, the last we experienced with Louisville, Kentucky, they have a huge crowd too, and they end up running a room and doing like a buffet sort of thing because they're too big to use a restaurant, so they end up using like a banquet hall. So I'd be kind of curious how they do things now. That was a little while ago. So, but interesting. So let's take a, a moment to put you on the spot suddenly. Uh-oh, you're good at that. Yes. What is one of the tips that you would recommend for lovers? For lovers? Yes. I tell you, the first thing that pops into my head is just mindfulness. Mm-hmm. You know, if instead of just jumping right into things, suck on a finger. You know, I find that really, really hot. Just be very mindful and, and taste the skin. And feel the texture on your tongue and just be totally in the moment. Gets me hot. <laughs> Tentacle sex does too, but man, suck yeah. on my finger with some intent and some mm-hmm. mindfulness and show me that you're very aware of what you're doing and that you're very in the moment and tasting my finger. <laughs> As I put my finger on my tongue. Yes. We'll, we'll, be ha- we'll have to share some more tips coming up. I particularly like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one that I've written down as well. So Ooh, we'll get to don't that just forget. Um, and I'll tell you, one of the things that uh, Bad Bunny did not do was <laughs> suck my, on my finger. But mm. her and her significant other, whose mm-hmm. name are we allowed to say? I think Probably. we are allowed to say. So Roger and Bad Bunny. Yes, Roger and Bad Bunny met us in Indianapolis for lunch the other day. Mm-hmm. It was really neat. We were coming back from Beat Me in St. Louis. Yes. And uh, had a wonderful time up there. And you may, if you listen to the Barak and Sheba show, you'll hear a little bit about it. And uh, we actually did a presentation with Barak and Sheba. We did. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And it went uh, very, very well. I was quite pleased with the way that it went. Uh, Mm -hmm. A lot of positive feedback. Mm -hmm. I tell you, a a lot of events out there have a lot of great presenters. Mm -hmm. And uh, Beat Me in St. Louis kind of rolled the dice and said, let's take uh, four great presenters, stick them all in the same room at the same time, and have them teach a single topic together. With four personalities, with four ways of doing things. And um, I was actually just a little nervous because I'm the only submissive of the bunch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, part of me was kind of like, oh, am I going to be able to get a word in edgewise? And we actually came up with a little trick on how if I needed to get in and say something, that there was a signal that I was going to give and everybody would respect it. Mm-hmm. But we never had to do that. I mean, we worked so well together. I mean, we looked at each other to see when somebody had something else to say. We waited till there was a pause. We didn't step all over each other. Mm-hmm. We presented different sides of how we do things because we do do, the subject was poly. We all do poly very differently mm-hmm. as couples and as individuals. And it was really interesting. So, Absolutely. And as long as I've known them, I actually got to uh, get to know them a little bit more. Yeah, I, and that's, so. that's, that's true as well. Um, you know, the, the funny thing about that, and that's why, because we've known Barry Kachiba for quite some mm-hmm. time. 
And we know that there's a very multifaceted people, but that's mm-hmm. why when you put someone on a stage, you put them in front of a crowd, they run the show. They've mm-hmm. got the agenda, right? right? So that's why we pick them to do our uh, behind the presenter um, um, oh, thingamajig yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, spot the show, yeah. on um, so. Instead of just saying "ma ma ma ma" over and over again, <laughs> yeah. let me be a little more clear. You and I are hosting an event called Power Exchange Summit in June, and mm-hmm. one of the things that we want to do is bring in a presenter and not let them present anything. But instead, right. they're going to sit there and take questions from the audience, right. either questions, questions that they write in or... beforehand or that are asked mm-hmm. during the thing. And uh, the idea is kind of more of a. Um, I guess I stole the idea from that behind the actors or in the actor, in the studio, actor studio or something thing. like that, right? You know, where instead of you telling us about, and they're wonderful presenters, but instead of presenting a topic, how about we get to know you a little bit better? Mm-hmm. So, uh, looking forward to that. Oh yeah, we got some got some good questions. And I and I see here that we have a note that the ticket prices on the Power Exchange Summit will go up. In one week, that would be the April. Um, let me pull nineteenth ish, twentieth, real quick, something like that, because today is the eleventh. So, well, we're recording it on the eleventh anyway. Yes, so it is going. Yeah, nineteenth, twentieth. PowerExchangeSummit.com will get you those tickets before the price goes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, actually, and speaking of Power Exchange, it was funny. You and I used the Twitter, and uh, we had said. I, you know, all the times I follow people, they follow me, and I follow people, and they follow mm-hmm. us. And that'd be Dan and Dawn is our Twitter account. Right. So I followed someone named Jeannie, and she said, well, Jeannie, thanks for the follow. It just so happens that right now, as you send me a follow request, I am reading your book, Living MS. Aww. That was weird. That was weird. That's kind of cool, but that's weird. I hope they enjoyed it, because we haven't heard back from Jeannie. Oh, well, that's then. true. But may, well, she's busy reading the book. Right. Not asking for a refund. May not. Must be enjoying it somewhat. <laughs> must be enjoying it. So, you know, and it's been kind of interesting, um, just people-wise and, and people that are following the podcast and such. I mean, so we've had, um, we had lunch with Roger and Bad Bunny and Indy. Mm-hmm. So coming back from Beat Me. Um, We've got a Canadian couple, our Canadian stalkers, Mm -hmm. that are going to be coming out and spending a weekend in the area. So we're going to spend some time with them. Where the names Sue and Andy are so popular in Canada. (laughs) They said we can use them freely and no one will know which ones. Although I wonder how many couples... There are that are named Sunni. I don't know. Well, it's a country, so it's a big country. It's a big country, yes. And then we've got um, Cherry Doll, who we happen to meet here Mm -hmm. in Columbus. She has been listening to the podcast again and uh, doing some traveling and listening to us. And thinks she may be a hedonist after hearing Julian Wolf talk about that. Yeah. So, and then we have. uh, Well, Ursula just wrote us as well from Canada and. uh, They've been listening to the podcast on their long trips back and forth to visit family. So Mm -hmm. it's just really neat how we're meeting these people at different events and then hearing from them later how, you know, what they're doing in their lives. Mm -hmm. It's really neat. It absolutely is pretty neat. Uh, As a matter of fact, even uh, someone named Darren even posted a thank you on a Facebook page, which I forgot that we had. (laughs) As we don't do the Facebook page a whole lot. No, but we have been getting a lot of uh, likes on the Facebook page recently. Well, there you go. That's good. So, and then, um, well, we've also got people asking for copies of the ringtone. Yes. <laughs> Which is easily found by going to the eroticawakening.com oh, site and finding the tag called ringtone. 
And you will be able to download your own MP4 ringtone for your uh, Android or iPhone or whatever device you may be using. Oh my God. You're enjoying the hell out of this a little too much. Yes. I'm, actually, because I am an exhibitionist, this is cyber exhibitionism. Yeah. Or I guess I'm exhibitioning you're a, you. Yeah, you're exhibitioning me. Now, you're the voyeur. You get to watch them. Does this, therefore, make me a cuck queen? You know, I finally, I'm reading the definition here that we finally got from somebody, and I don't think so. No, I don't think so no. either, because the first part of the definition is that cuck queen is a female. Well, that's true, but it involves um, humiliation, and we still don't use degradation humiliation in our play, so... Let's see. Oh, I got this backwards. So Troublina is trying to educate us on what a cuck okay. queen is. All right, so. And the cuck queen is more or less the female equivalent of a cuck hold. So I could be a cuck queen-ner. I don't know what the, the leader of a cuck queen relationship would be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and it involves um, having the woman do the kind of, like, go off and... And do right. the same thing on the cuck holding episode we did. I think that's just somebody we're going to have to... Bring yeah. on the podcast and explain it better. Yeah, I, th I think we are. Because it says, um, the way it's explained, and I, and I kind of get this, um, that the dom or master openly cheats. And to me, openly cheating is yes, that's two, kind of two, strange. two different things. But okay, so he goes off, the dom or master goes off with another female. Mm -hmm. And while he's off with the other female, he texts his submissive. If, if that's the power exchange relationship, he texts his submissive saying, oh, I'm with so-and-so and she's so much better than you. Oh my mm -hmm. God, she's so tighter than you. She smells better than you. She's, you know, so there's a lot of that humiliation in there as well. So, mm -hmm. and that's the part, I mean, if you went off with somebody else and you texted me back, you know, that, that's kind of hot. When I go off and I'm with somebody and I text you during... That's hot. Mm -hmm. uh, but the humiliation part, mm, I don't think that really works for us. Not right now. Not in, that, not in that manner. Not no. in that manner. She's tighter than you. She smells better than you. You know, why no, would I come I, home? No, I, I don't think that works. For you and I, this is just yeah. the way you and I operate. Um, we do allow ourselves, each other, to have relationships outside of each other, mm -hmm. right? So we are, you know, I, there would be a situation where I would text you, hey, I am over with Susie Q, <laughs> or let's just say Sue. And uh, Wait, things you are getting... know a Sue now. I know. I'm doing this on purpose <laughs> okay. in case she's listening. Um, and, you know, I just talked to Andy and he said, look, you know, we're going out on a hot date later, but why don't you get it warmed up for me? Uh-huh. Just pulled the name Andy out there too, <laughs> didn't I? You know, and it would be one thing for me to text you and say, hey, here's what's going on. Right. right. Uh, but we wouldn't do it in... Our kink is not to do such a thing in a humiliation play sort of thing or in, a, or in a power exchange dynamic. We do play with other people, but it's very done with a great level of respect and civility. With, yeah, with respect and civility. But also, we could we wouldn't be past us to put the slut play part into it mm -hmm. and that I'm going to do this to her and then I'm going to do that to her and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to blah, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And, you know, and, and I'm going to make her scream your name or I'm going to make you scream her name or, you know, stuff like that we would get into, but it's a little different. But for our particular kink, I think mm -hmm. for you and I, I think we would be more likely to, 
if you were off playing with Andy, our, our kink would express itself in such a way that I would pick up the phone and call Andy and say, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Apparently you're okay with that. Uh, so we have to, uh, we are getting ready to talk to Rob Alex. I do want to mention one of my tips for lovers. Okay. Blindfolds. Ooh. Not yeah. to, don't have to worry about it. It's not the kinky aspect of blindfolds. It's not right. your blind being blindfolded. Both of you are blindfolded mm-hmm. and explore each other and try and take each other's clothes off in the dark like that. And, um, it gives you the opportunity to focus on other senses that you normally don't right. focus on. Or will give more energy towards those other senses, you know. And trying to keep in mind not to just think about, you know, oh, I can't see, so I'll concentrate on scent. Or mm-hmm. I'm sorry, on touch. But instead, concentrate on scent. Concentrate on hearing. Mm-hmm. And see what that brings to the table for you. That will be my tips for lovers. I like that. Can I say another one? Absolutely. Undressing each other mm-hmm. while making eye contact. Oh, nice, nice, nice. The slow, slow undressing. Like if your work shirt has buttons mm-hmm. and I unbutton one at a time, I'm not trying to strip you. I'm trying to make it very erotic. So it's one button at a time while I'm looking at you mm-hmm. and maybe touching a piece of skin while one button comes off and just, you know, just making it very sensual and erotic. So no, you know, again, no goal. Mm-hmm. The goal is not to strip you and throw you on the bed. Though that's hot too. But, yes. <laughs> but you know, it is to be in the moment and eroticize and have it as a sense of foreplay. Mm-hmm. So um. I would also recommend then, I will say another tip I would recommend would be, and this is one that I learned very early in. Oh, yeah? Uh, the tongue bath. Mm. And uh, not like the scratchy tongue Mm-mm. of a cat tongue right. bath, but to have your lover naked and then or undress them on the way is even more fun, and say all right and take your tongue and touch every part of their body. Yeah, and it's very slow. It takes time, but take your time with that and explore the nooks and crevices mm. and the body parts of the, your partner. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to do that to your chest. You did used to many years ago many when we were younger ago, and wilder. Yeah, just tasting and touching and, you know, I wouldn't go below the waist. It would just be your chest and your arms and... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I want to do later since I'm not allowed to have sex for five more weeks. And that would be uh, a bit of surgery type stuff. That bit just... of surgery, minor surgery. But... Not what anybody out there is guessing no, perhaps. But, not, um... it would not the major surgery I had talked no. about for a while. So that's off the table at the moment. Which but... is a good thing. Yes. So uh, really quickly, we do have a couple things uh, to mention. Um, not only are you and I back on the uh, Playboy Serious Radio on Yay! April 20th. That's just around the corner. Yes. That's Friday, April mm-hmm. 20th. I believe it's at 10 or 11 p.m. Keep an eye. I think it's 7 p.m. Eastern. Oh, is it? I think I chose 7 p.m. Oh, no, 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 no. 7 p.m. I almost said Canadian. California time. <laughs> Canadian time, that's yeah. good. So 7 p.m. Pacific time. So that's 8 Mountain, 9 Central, t- you're right, 10 your Eastern. Your best guess, or your best bet, oh podcast listeners, are head over to the Erotic Awakening FetLife group. Mm-hmm. And that is the FetLife.com. You'll find do a search for a group called Erotic Awakening. You'll find everything that we're doing going on over there all the time. You can, of course, find us, follow us on the Twitter. We are Dan and Dawn. Yes. Um... Or you can contact us via email, 
Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. So, and you can also subscribe to the mailing list. Oh, the mailing list. Right. Oh, yep. And we had um, uh, Connecticut and some other countries as well that have joined the mailing list lately. Though Connecticut's not a country, but... <laughs> and some other countries as well. Yes, sir. Um, and then uh, not only now, I, of course, I, I want to mention that we have the, uh, the Power Exchange, the MS Chat here in Columbus, Ohio on August 29th, and that'll mm-hmm. be at the, uh, also known as the Erotic Awakening Podcast Studio. Yes. But you have something really interesting going on that you're uh, putting on the Reverend hat and I doing something am. interesting as well. Yeah, and you know, we started running this uh, this new space, which means we're going to be making time to do more local local workshops and such. And I like to get on the spiritual bent and uh, get back on the spiritual bent and do some workshops. And this one's um, a totem animal journey. Mm-hmm. So um, on this Saturday, we're going to be doing, um, it's a guided meditation, and I'm going to help people try to figure out what they're, totem animals are mm-hmm. which is a native american uh animal medicine so it's very interesting and and yeah bring a journal and prepare to do some writing because it's it's usually very um insightful and is that a is that um well is that family friendly then it's it not a is, kink event. it's not a kink event though i am advertising it on fet because we have a lot of people you know in the spiritualist on the that kink. are also yes, yes. Spiritual, but um, it's gonna have to be age appropriate, as in like our granddaughter couldn't come because she's the running around age, right? But that's why you know it's because it's a running around age, they have to be able to sit and sit still for at least a half an hour, okay, so that people can be taken on the journey. Mm-hmm. So, so we're doing some stuff like that, we're gonna be doing some more Kundalini stuff, we're gonna be doing some more. Oh, we got some intensives and some retreats in mind, actually. And we're going to do our first intensive at the end of this month. So, Sacred Sexuality. Yay! Yep, that is the uh, April 28th Sacred Sexuality for All. And then we'll have Mm -hmm. a big four-hour super intensive thing. Right. All that can be found on... Mm. Boy, all over the place. But start off with the Erotic Awakening Right. And go from there. Right. We're Something actually... we'll have to think about. Make it a little easier to find everything. Um, and there you go. There we go. So I'm thinking, hmm, wow, have we covered everything? We have. We didn't even need, we... what, more topics. No, no, no. We're, we're good. Uh, and then and now we're going to talk to uh, Rob in just about two minutes, but first, we are. you need to give us one more tip for lovers. I do. I've already given... Now, some... Rob's got 50 of them. He's going to he share does. with us. He does. So... He does. That's going to be really interesting. Let's see. So, um, fingers... I tell you one licking. of the things that you do that oh, yeah? uh, I find enticing and interesting... What's that? ...is um, you slip fancy little pastries into my lunch. Uh, today I had some kind of a cute little cannoli mm-hmm. in there, and that was very uh, gave me very much a aw sort of moment. Aw, awesome! What? And then other tips for lovers? I'm just I don't know. I'm stuck on the the tasting and the eye gazing and the the lovey dovey stuff. You're still sucking your finger. <laughs> I am. Uh-huh. 
So, Dawn, on our tips for lovers, uh, I think you uh, got stuck there on that last one because you were busy sucking on your finger. <laughs> I was. <laughs> but lucky for us, we have Rob Alex joining us. Rob is the uh, a part of the Conversations on the Ro- Hit the Road podcast, the Relationship Guide radio show, the Couple Spot blog. But we don't care about any of that today, Rob. We want to talk about the sexy challenges, sacred and sensual experiences for lovers which my understanding is contains up to 50 sexy challenges for said couples. Rob, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Oh, the, the pleasure is all mine. It's nice to be here, you guys. I am hoping that the pleasure is actually mine as I learn <laughs> all these sexy challenges. So, Rob, tell me overall, what, what is the, the concept behind the book? Well, um, the concept behind the book is to... Um, I, I get so frustrated. I know a lot of people that have had bad relationships and their sex has gone sour and their intimacy just, you know, isn't living up to what they want it to be. And I was like, this this makes no sense to me. As a couple grows and they learn about each other, they're still in love and they're, you know, and that's still a powerful thing. But yet, why don't they still, why doesn't their sex get better and better and better as they go along, you know? And I thought, well, what if they had more of a, uh, a guide to help them and give them some ideas to spice it up a little bit. But yet, um, while I was doing this transformation and thinking these ideas up, um, some amazing things happened to me. Um, I really got into the metaphysical side of things, and I started having these um, exceptional experiences um, through intimacy. And it just it, it fed that fire, and I was like, wow, more people should know that you know, your intimacy is a spiritual path. Okay, good deal. Now, Rob, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast before, but if you do, you'll know it makes no fucking sense. And, and also, language is up to you to use whatever you want. So that I'm going to jump all over the place. I have a bunch of questions for you, but I want to start off by talking about one of your sexy challenges. Okay. Um, now, I'm going to just put you on the spot and pick one that I particularly like that actually... Uh, Don scared me by liking, which was uh, bodybuilders need love too. Yes. Tell me about that sexy challenge. Well, I, as as with all of my sexy challenges, they kind of morph. I I kind of re- go through them all and re rewrite them. Um, at, when I first wrote this one, it was just about you know oiling each other down like bodybuilders do. So you you know you were sliding all over each other. Um, but then I got to thinking, you know, well. Why shouldn't we use this to help people get in shape a little bit, too? Mm-hmm. So I threw the bodybuilder part into it. And I just want, you know, I want, you know, I want that experience because people should be adored for their bodies. You know, no matter what shape or anything they're in, um, everybody is beautiful. And just to feel like, you know, you're, you're this Adonis or this um, Aphrodite or something. And to have that, you know, that power of your partner worshiping your body is is what the premise was behind it now the book itself is is as you mentioned it's a compilation of these 50 different sexual challenges or sexy challenges i should say and uh-huh. each one like the bodybuilder or, or the other ones they're broken down very simply mm-hmm. um, yes so how do you how do you break them down how do i i mean how complicated is this is something that i got to prepare four hours and go rent a hotel room no, no. I, I wanted to stay away from you. Can do that. I leave them all open. I give you several different options for each 
for each sexy challenge because um, you know everybody's different. Every the, I can't write something that'll fit for everybody, and everybody'll be ooh, I, that's just great. So I have to leave a lot of variances in there. Um, I give ideas and suggestions, and I always. I leave it open for the couple to use whatever they want. Obviously, there there might be toys or lubes or something that they use in their personal sex life, and I want them to bring those in. I don't want this to be a complete, you know, reversal of everything they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to give them these ideas and go, okay, you know, let's let's try this little scenario or this um, experience, if you will, and see how it works for you. And they, you know. And I'm all over the place with them. You know, I have some that are very metaphysical, um, like the meditation one, where you would go into a meditation um, as, before your, your sexual intimacy. Uh, and I really like that one. Um, then to the ones where, you know, uh, the trading panty one, which is very far on the other side of the metaphysical, where you're just out and you're goofing around, you're having fun, you know. Um, you go out to dinner and you leave your panties on the table. Nice. <laughs> I haven't come across that one yet. I have yet. not seen so, that one yet. But, but one yeah. of the things that I do like the way it runs um, from one end of the spectrum to the other, and they're all very creative. And I mean, I got a chance to read a few of them, like the the bodybuilder one. I, mm-hmm. I do like that one, by the way. The whole body image thing, it just really gets into that. But I just came across another one that really speaks to me on the metaphysical side. It's sacrifice to the gods of passion. Yes. So tell uh-huh. us about that one. Yes. Well, I mean, no matter how you feel, I mean, if you're, you know, if you're Christian or whatever, you worship some deity. And um, and I got this kind of from the um, sex magic and stuff that I've studied. Mm-hmm. And why not offer your sexual intimacy to whatever deity that you feel is out there? I mean, I don't care if it's, you know, aliens. If you believe that aliens came down and, you know, bred us all here on earth, you know, you can offer that power of your intimacy to whatever you, you know, whatever way you believe. And I think that's, that's a very important thing. Um, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm more of a metaphysical person. So, you know, I, I believe there's a lot of energy, um, in our sexual intimacy. And I love the fact that when me and my partner, um, are intimate with each other, that that energy goes out into the universe and is going to help somewhere else. Maybe it's going to bring us back something. And so when I offer that, when I say sacrifice to the gods of passion, that's what I want to do. I want to, you know, offer this beautiful thing that me and my partner are doing to whatever entity that I want to believe in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about it is that you break it down. It, I mean, that particular one is a little bit more heady, but you break the, all these challenges down in the exact same way, where to perform, what you right. will need and how to complete. Mm-hmm. Yes. And at first I thought it said how to compete, which is a different <laughs> meaning altogether. Well, that's funny because yes. I'm looking at the golf course challenge one, the golf challenge oh, one. Oh, okay. Competing. <laughs> so it, it strikes me as a very accessible way, whether it's something as, um, as, as common erotic, I would say, you know, as something like the dirty boy, dirty girl. Uh-huh. I, I shouldn't say common erotic. Um, is, is easy to concept that two people are just doing this with each other, or the one we just talked about with the uh, sacrifice to the gods of passion, even though that is leaning more towards your metaphysical side, the right. same steps are approached. It's the, uh, what do you need to do? It's where are you going to do it? And how do you do it? And you keep it at a level that uh, it makes it pretty simple to follow. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, obviously this is, you know, I don't want it to be rocket science. I don't want, you know, people to be going, well, what, what are they talking about? You know, I want it to be, you know, hit home with people. I want it to get their blood flowing. I want it, you know, to make it to where they just want to basically, you know, pounce on their partner because they're so turned on. Sure. I'm reading one here that involves breakfast cereal. Yes. <laughs> like I said, it's all over the place. Do you remember the excitement of when you were a kid and you dig through the cereal to get that toy? Uh huh. Well, imagine if that toy would be uh, something more of a sexual nature now. <laughs> and your partner, ideas. you know, if your partner opens their cereal and they find something very suggestive in there. You know, it's going to lead to a good night. Yeah. <laughs> Although you do take my, you pack my cereal in my lunchbox and take to work. With for me, so I eat it at work. So that might be interesting. Oh, so what you would pull out of the box at work? <laughs> nice. Um, I'm sure that uh, a bungee would appreciate that with the ringtones. Now I have sex toys in my cereal. <laughs> um, all right. So now we're going back a little bit in the introduction to the book. I read um, that you talk a little bit about this being uh, about the sacred aspect, and of course, the title of the book is includes that word sacred sexy challenges sacred and central experience for lovers um so i'm going to give you the question that i always hate getting as an educator myself so uh rob could you define sacred sexuality for me well i think um sacred sexuality would mean very different things for everybody but for me i believe and hold on to your hats here that um, sex is basically a religion I believe that it is a religion that everybody has in common, um, most people, I should say, um, compared to Christianity or Buddhism or anything like that. I believe our sexual relationship is a sacred path. Um, I believe it is a connection to the divine, whatever you think that is. If you think that's just the universe as a whole, then the energy within it, or to God, um, if you're Christian and you believe that there is a God then I believe that is a connection to that. Now, the reason I believe that is um, because if you'll, I mean, the way I look at it is when you orgasm, you leave for a brief second. Um, you know, you you go someplace else, the feeling so good that you go, or I feel that you go to a different place, however brief you want to think that is. Now, if we throw out, and then we go into other, my metaphysical beliefs that you throw out the um, aspect of time and space and now that brief second that you were gone out of your body with this extraordinary pleasure could actually be a whole lifetime in another plane so are we you know my feeling is and of course I don't know any of this for 100% as nobody knows all these things for 100% mm -hmm. but my feeling is that maybe this is a connection to another life and maybe we actually in that brief time go and live another life and then come back that's a great way to look at it <laughs> as a if if i wanted to pick this book up though because i just wanted some tricks to bring some energy into the relationship i have do i have to care or believe in the woo oh yeah good point i believe in the woo as they say no, I mean, uh, I feel like they're all structured to where if you just want to go at it as a physical activity um, where you're just, you know, you're just wanting to be with your partner, you two are just just wanting to have sex, it's all available for you in there. 
Now, if you feel like me and you feel like it's more than that, and which I do feel like, especially the closer and closer and the more love you have in your relationship, I feel like that it, it is way more than just than just the physical activity. I think the physical part of it's in there, and obviously all the health benefits from the physical part are in there, but there's so much more to it, and it's so much deeper than just, you know, for lack of better words, getting off and getting done, you know? Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, okay, so one more question for you, if you don't mind. No, uh, I don't I think, mind. I think I have the last question. So the book is um, geared, it seems to be geared towards couples. Yes. So uh-huh. um, seems to be geared towards hetero-committed couples. So just the way I'm reading it. Would you recommend it for any other combination? So could it be for triads? Could it be for different gendered <laughs> couples or whatever combination you want to throw out there? Well, I, I think, I believe so. Um, when I say the word couple, I don't necessarily um, believe that I'm speaking to just heterosexual couples. Um, I have no problem, and I have a lot of friends, uh, same-sex couples. And so, you know, I think the big thing, when I say the word couple, I just think of people that love each other, Mm, uh, my aspect. So I'm not not saying, you know, I'm not in a... um, amorous relationship or anything like that but I could see how if the people all loved each other that there's no reason this could work for all of them involved or again for the same sex if there's love there there's love there it's not a question of you know who am I or what am I it's a question of there's love there nice very nicely put nicely put (laughs) I do want to share with our audience a couple of the titles of the 50 challenges just to give them an idea of what they would have in store. They are so fun. They are fun, uh, <laughs> such as human vibrators rolling the dice, making love uphill. Pause. Making love uphill. Okay. Uh, the cleansing ritual, checking the undercarriage. I love that title. Super soak her or him. Yes, that could be all kinds of things. And you just have uh, just a ton of these in here. Dodgeball. As dodgeball. <laughs> that concerns me slightly, but we'll keep going. Um, so it strikes me as there's, there may well be something for everyone in there. How could I, as a somebody who's interested in everything like this, get a hold of this book? Um, well, uh, right now, for you can get the print version on Amazon, and I believe as we speak, they are running a special. The regular price is fourteen ninety five, and they've knocked it down to ten eighty seven, I believe, right now, which is awesome. Um, you can also. Um, you can get it on, on your e-readers. You can get it on the Kindle or for the Nook. Um, the individual ones right now are on sale at iTunes, and you can buy those for $0.99 cents a piece on iTunes for your iPad or your iPhone. And also, we will have the big one coming out on iTunes. We're just waiting for it to get through the process. Um, it's a little bigger book than I put out, so maybe I didn't allow enough time for them to check through it, but it should be up very, very soon on iTunes also. Very cool. Rob, thank you very much for talking with us today. I am uh, looking. This is a great addition to our episode, Tips for Lovers, um, and you've just given us fifty new tips. Fantastic. Um, We're gonna have to try a few, and we are gonna have to try a few. Thank you very much, Rob. No problem. Thank you guys. Now, let me check your undercarriage, and while you make love to me uphill, that's got to be healthy for you, right? During the time change. (laughs) Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. (laughs) 
<laughs> no.